Good evening, Toastmasters, would-be Toastmasters listeners and friends. You're very welcome to the talk show for talkers on irishradiointernational.com. And our email address is info at irishtalkers.com. You can also find us on Facebook as the talk show for talkers. And we look forward to your comments and evaluations. You can also find the Public Speaking Weekly on our website, which is irishtalkers.com. And you will also pick up any podcasts from our recent shows there. My name is Ted Melamphy, and I'm joined this evening by the Mercurial Moira. Moira. I think we have to find another synonym. That's not the right word for it. Anyway, another word for... Because Mercurial, I'm not that... Yeah, Mercurial means... Yeah. Well, it is you, nice. You it is a nice word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm so steady, Ted. Ste- steady, like, yeah. steady, Teddy. Steady, Ted. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> okay, steady, Ted. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, we have a, a full packed program for you today, as we always do. Now, let's see. We, have, we do have an interview today. Uh, that's a bit of a surprise, so I'm going to keep that under wraps until we get to the relevant part. Super, I like that. We have a word for the day. We have a thought for the week. We have. And what else do we have? We have, well, we're, we're looking at the Toastmasters magazine, as we often do. But this time we're looking in a little bit more detail and we're going to look at the, the cover story for this month's mag. Yeah, which is a lovely story, actually. Yeah. And lovely then it'll be in the third part. At the third part. And the final part, we're going to look at another path in Pathways. So stay tuned all the way through. Yeah, and the response to Pathways, the piece that you're doing every week, there's been great response to it, it hasn't has, there? It has, it has. People and are eager to find out, particularly yeah. now since we're after launching officially in District 71. Indeed, District 71 went live last Tuesday. That's right. Which just happened to be my club meeting. Mm-hmm. So we, <laughs> funnily enough, of course we all went home that evening and we all logged into Pathways. That's right. Uh, into Basecamp and at around about mid-ti- midnight, uh, Toastmasters went offline. They were just <laughs> they were, submerged. They were obviously submerged by District 71, and there's another district, I, I'm not quite sure which, but two districts started off <laughs> this week, and obviously everyone was... Uh, they everyone were looking for us. Were, were looking for it, yes. But they were only, credit to them, they were only offline for about 15 minutes. Well, that's not too bad, Jerry. So yeah. they, sorted it, they sorted it quickly. So everybody yeah. was logging on around midnight time, so... Yeah, yeah. And I went through Basecamp, uh, I went through the assessment, now I'd already decided what paths I was going to choose, because I'm mainly interested in the communication side. Mm-hmm. I've, I, I'm also interested in leadership because I've taken a lot of leadership roles and I'm hopefully I'll be completing my advanced leadership silver in the next month or two. Excellent. So, but I feel I've done a lot of that and because I'm I'm not in work in quotes in the normal sense of the word I'm retired so I don't feel that I need to spend a lot of time on leadership I'd much rather spend more emphasis on communication and Mm -hmm. communication skills but there is another path that I was quite interested in and you never know I will get back to it maybe with a future path when I've done the, the two paths for my you seem to be you seem to be well well ahead, Marla, with pathways because anybody I've met in our area, you know, or in our division, 
everybody are still scratching their heads about it but you seem to have been running with the baton here for some time well Ted I feel I have a responsibility I'm president of my club Okay. therefore I have a, a big responsibility to my club and especially to my uh, committee I am a, an, as you know an assistant district mm -hmm. a division director yes. so I have a responsibility to the division and to the area directors to, to help them out so it made a lot of sense to me to find out as much about Pathways as I could before the actual launch. And for that, I have to thank Michelle Albalim, who we had on the show yes. uh, two or three weeks ago, who pointed me to District 57 and the resources that they have. And I've been putting a link to that in our website <coughs> on the show's page, and I will continue doing so because... District 57 have basically distilled the best information about pathways. So they have been on pathways for quite a while. So they have, yeah. they have indeed. And it's far better, far better laid out than the information that you can get from Toastmasters International. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't go on to TI to, to get information. Yes, you should go on there and look at all the tutorials mm -hmm. because they're going to go into uh, quite a lot of detail probably more detail than we're going to cover uh, in the show here. But having said that, they, uh, and I have, I have two printouts here in front of me, one, the one that we're going to be looking at or using mm, all of in the, the show, yeah. mm. uh, paths and core competencies, which goes through each individual path and gives you what happens in level one, level two, level three, level four, level five for each path. And, and where did you download that from then? Was from that from District 57. From District from 57, District excellent. It's, mm. it's www.district57tm.org forward slash pathways. Right, that's very good. That's good information. Oh. Indeed so, indeed so. And I do recommend everybody to, to go on to that site and have a, a jolly good look because it's, it really is good stuff. Mm. And is it easy to understand, is it? It's very easy to understand. Well, at least I find it easy to understand because I've spent quite a lot of time looking into it. But I think the average person will uh, be able to follow it quite easily. So I do recommend that, uh, you, that everybody goes on to the District 57 site and reads up on it because it will be worth your while. Mm, that's really good, good advice. Indeed so. Right. We there's, didn't there's a lot of stuff happening in the show this week and I wonder we said that already I think did we at the did start we? we did yeah because did we? we have the word of the day and we have we the, do, the quote of the week but we didn't uh, stay we didn't stay stay we didn't say what stuff was actually going to be happening oh I like the word uh, well uh, yes it's funny that's actually the the word of the week Excellent. or the day stuff yes stuff it's an easy one to remember isn't it it is but it's also one that is uh, largely misused. Surprise, surprise. Mm -hmm. We tend to say, and that, and, that and sort, that of, sort stuff. of stuff. Mm. Well, that's bad usage of it. But there is good usage of it. So it's worthwhile going through this. Now, it's a nine, a noun. <laughs> it's a noun. Mm -hmm. There are a number of them, a number of explanations here. The first one is the material of which anything is made. A hard, crystalline stuff. Mm -hmm. That's logical. Material to be worked on. 
or to be used in making something, wood, steel, or other stuff for building. Mm -hmm. Material of some unspecified kind, a cushion filled with some sort of stuff. Stuffing. Yeah, stuffing, <laughs> yeah. Chiefly British, well, we, are, we speak British English generally, or a version of it. Woven material of fabric, especially wool. Now, I don't think we'd use that in Ireland, but uh, it's, yeah. No, I've never heard it referred to as no. stuff. I've always heard it referred to as wool. Yeah, well, you see, stuffing, I think yes, that's, what we're, yeah. that's mm. what we're talking about. Mm. <coughs> so we would use it in that context. Property as in personal belongings or equipment, things. So I'm, I've got a lot of stuff here. Of course, here, which did you bring your stuff here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Something to be swallowed, such as food, drink, or medicine. Mm -hmm. uh, inward character qualities or capabilities to have good stuff in one. You have the right stuff oh, in Oh yes. The yeah, right yeah. stuff. Mm. There, there was a film called The Right Stuff, wasn't there? There was, there yeah. was, yeah. yeah. Mm. <coughs> Informal, action or talk of a particular kind, kid stuff. Mm. Cut out the rough stuff. Mm -hmm. Worthless things or matter to clean the stuff out of the closet. Synonyms for that junk, debris, litter, refuse, waste, rubbish, trash. It's amazing how many times we use it, isn't well, it? Well, I'm actually going to stop there because you we're using it. There are something like 29 different uh, descriptions of this word stuff. And it, they're all very, very similar in meaning, but they're, the, the definitions are for different... Um, <coughs> Different uses. Yes. And when you when you mentioned there that he's made of the right stuff, the, yes. the phrase that came to mind was that a ounce of breeding is better than a ton of feeding. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's go to your uh, quote for the week, Ted. Well, my quote of the week is: "My best friend is the one who brings out the best in me," and that was given to us by Henry Ford. And I think it's a nice one. It's appropriate from a Toastmasters point of view because you could have your best friends could be one of your mentors. Yes. So my best friend is the one who brings out the best in me. And I think that's nice. I think, yeah, that's, that is generally true because mm -hmm. why, do, why do we treat a, a person as our best friend? True. It's because. They support the, you. Yeah, yeah, they support you. Yeah. Because of the things that they do bring out in ourselves. You're so right. Yeah, that you're not listening to negativity all the time from some other angle. That's right. You know. Well, Ted, we've, we've uh, chatted on.
Welcome back, Toastmasters, to the second section of our show. And as we promised at the beginning of the show, we have an interviewee. Now, this interviewee doesn't know that he's going to be interviewed. So I will cut to the chase and ask you to welcome our latest interviewee, Mr. Ted Melamphy. Wonderful. Thanks Ted for letting been, me know. <laughs> Ted, has, Ted has been producing this show, doing this show for three years now. Yeah, gosh. Really and he's know. interviewed a lot of people, including myself. I was interviewed during the, the first series, mm -hmm. and that, we repeated that actually a couple of weeks back. <clears throat> but Ted has never been interviewed. That's interesting. So I thought it would be very appropriate that we should put him in the hot spot or in the hot seat and start asking him the questions. So Ted, of course you've had no pre uh, knowledge. You kept this very okay. close to your chest, Mara, that's all I can say. <laughs> Listeners, this, this has not been contrived. This is actually happening. <laughs> You've had no pre-knowledge of these questions. I was expecting you, someone <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> well, you wouldn't let me know who was. Oh dear. I've had no <clears throat> preconception. So, Ted, mm. what first brought you to Toastmasters? You'd imagine, oh, that I'd have all the answers since I've been asking <laughs> these questions for the last three years. Well, what brought me to Toastmasters? First of all, Mara, when I was going to school as a young lad, I was always interested in debating, and I joined the debating teams in school, and I was always interested in trying to get a point of view across. And then I heard of Toastmasters. Now, I was probably in my 20s when I heard of it. And I always said that I'd love to join Toastmasters, but like everything else, life got in the way. And I actually didn't join Toastmasters until 2008. And in 2006, I had lost my job of 26 years. So I started my own little company. And that only came about because of the circumstances I found myself in. But it's not just enough to have an appetite to run your own company or anything like that. But I discovered fairly soon that I needed a lot of education in communication. Right. So I decided that I'd come along to my local club, which was Blarney Toastmasters, and I arrived in one evening to Blarney Toastmasters, and the first gentleman who came over to shake hands was a man by the name of Owen McCarthy. And he says, I'm the president of this club. And who recommended that you'd come along? So I said, I, nobody recommended it. I always wanted to do it, so here I am, because I need help. And he said, and how did you find out about us? And I said, well, I saw a flyer up in the local supermarket. And Owen was overjoyed when he heard this. And he started punching the air. And I said, what did I say? <laughs> Is it your soup? He said, no, but I was the person who put that flyer up. Okay. And he was absolutely <laughs> delighted. Yes. This, this, was, this was proof that by putting flyers up that it, is, it does work. So that was my first um, introduction to Toastmasters. And that was in January of 2008. And I'm still there. Ten years. Ten years this year. That's pretty ten, good. Just over You're ten just years. Over ten years yes. Just over yeah. ten years. And still learning. And still learning. <laughs> and still learning. And that's yeah. the beauty. That's the beauty of Toastmasters, actually, that you, you learn things as you go along. And tis when you volunteer in Toastmasters, which is expected of you quite a lot, because you put your hand up for different roles, both in your club, in your area, 
at district mm -hmm. that's where the real magic begins i think yes. and how long did it take you to achieve your cc well that's a very good question i took a year out from 2011 to 2012 and i actually didn't achieve my cc until 2013 so it took me five years five years with one year out to sure. start to get stuck into sure. the business yeah that i started you know yeah. and now you're an acb and alb and alb yeah and are you it's time it, to move on uh, yeah it is I, are you going to well I, I, it, it's not something that i'm um, stressed out about or anything like that but it is something that i would like to achieve so if i do within the next two years mm -hmm. so be it mm -hmm. if i don't i'll be on pathways yes well i'm going to be on pathways anyway yeah. yes i'm going to be on pathways yep. anyway yep. what is the greatest benefit that you've had from toastmasters oh absolutely no doubt about the confidence to be able to stand up in front of people and speak articulately and confidently because leadership is something that you learn and leadership is something that's expressed through the spoken word to a large extent and if you cannot if you cannot speak uh, articulately then you may not have any followers or you may not be able to communicate with your team. So and I have found with Toastmasters that I have definitely, I have more confidence when I speak now and I certainly can string some thoughts together. And when you joined Toastmasters, did you have any, did you realise that there was a leadership track and that that, oh, that no, you would no. develop the leadership skills? Not at all. I came into Toastmasters to learn how to speak. Yeah. I'd have to speak better. I knew nothing about this leadership stuff nothing whatsoever but one day you wake up and you say to yourself I, I think I've changed as a person yes because you start to communicate better and you you speak more confidently and I think this is one of the gems of Toastmasters it definitely gives you the confidence and what what uh, committee roles have you taken at club level well at club level I think I was sergeant at arms for about four years <laughs> Oh, do you know what it does? Because they saw something in me, or they, they said we can't leave him taking on, on, on any other roles. But I then went on and I did the VPPR. Mm -hmm. I did treasurer. I did secretary. And I also got around to be elected president. So I was president of Blarney Toastmasters 2015-16, which was a real privilege because that was 2015 was when we celebrated our 40th anniversary. Indeed. We, we chartered in um, 1975. Mm -hmm. So that was great. And I look at the Toastmasters magazine and I see some very um, elegant Toastmasters with their signs up yeah. saying we're here yeah. 10 years and, yeah. and they're so chuffed about it. And I'd be saying to myself, we're in the 40 years, <laughs> 43 years at this stage. Yes, indeed. What has been your biggest Toastmaster challenge? That's a very interesting question, oh, because it still is a challenge for me. No matter how often I do it, Mara, my biggest challenge in Toastmasters is evaluations. I follow the templates, but I st it still comes out as if I'm rehashing what the, the speaker said. I, st I can't get into the noose of how to dissect yep. a speech and take the message from the speech rather than I won't see you rehashing the speech I will always 
give the nice bits and I will always give the recommendations and the commendations. I will mm -hmm. use the, the sandwich method, yeah. but I always feel disappointed with my evaluations of other people. I feel I haven't cracked that yet. Have you been? Yes, you did. You went to Freddie Daniels. I workshop. did. I went to Freddie Daniels, yes. and I thought that was brilliant. Yeah. And I have to say that um, my, I mean, I've given a version, our version of the Freddie Daniels workshop mm -hmm. now three or four times, and I find that every time I give that workshop, I improve my own personal evaluations excellent, because excellent. it underlines mm -hmm. what the key things are, and the things that that I, I can boil it down basically to three of three or four words. Mm. What, when, why, and if it's a recommendation, how? Yes. And if you follow those four, Have to agree. you're never going to go very far wrong. Yes, well, I, I do follow those. Maybe I mean being a little bit harsh on myself. I think you are. But I still, I still, I always feel that little bit disappointed that I didn't get it as well as the person who was giving the next valuation, yeah. evaluation, yeah. or the one previous to mm -hmm, me. Mm -hmm. So maybe I'm just a little bit hard on myself, but I, I take your point, which is a very good point, that the was, the when, the how, and the why, mm -hmm. that is definitely a fantastic template, but to, I, I, still, I still find that I struggle over it, you know? But even this conversation, which you know is going to help me, I feel. Good. You good. know? Yeah. So what, if you could, would you like to change about Toastmasters. I've asked so many Toastmasters <laughs> this. I've asked international <laughs> presidents and they've all given me brilliant answers. I think what I would change about Toastmasters if I had if I had a magic wand. I think the f as a communications organisation we're not very much out there to let people know what we do. I think we've heard that yeah, from yeah. so many. Right, and maybe I'm drawing on yeah. that now too, yes, which is even a, subconsciously. There's nothing wrong with that, but I think because we have as, so as a communication organisation, mm -hmm. Toastmasters International ha has a lot to offer, to offer a lot to, to answer agree. for. I have to agree. And I think that that filters down through the levels. Yes. Though I, I, I don't think I can criticise our district for uh, being lack of communication. I think our district communicates very well. Oh, oh yeah, definitely, uh, yeah. And I'd say uh, our districts do, but as an international well, organisation, we should, yeah. we should be on every, maybe we are, we should be on every newspaper and we should be on radios and well, we should I, be I'm on thinking, television. To be honest with you, I'm thinking more about internal communication. Okay. Uh, yes, we should be, we should be publicising ourselves more, but mm. uh, we should also be able to communicate down to our members, from the very top down to our members, on yes. a much more, uh, regular and sustained basis. Okay, right, see what you mean, yeah. And maybe this opportunity will come along, no, with Pathways. Well, I hope Because so, we're yeah. just after launching so. into it, no, and I'm looking forward to Pathways, so maybe some of my reservations will be slain as well there. Maybe. With regards, as a communications organisation, we should be communicating more effectively. Yeah. As an organisation, not as individuals, because we yes. as individuals have a wonderful opportunity to change a person's life mm. or to change people's lives yep. by what we do in Toastmasters. Yes. And that is, a f that is a lovely privilege to have. I agree totally. What keeps you coming back to Toastmasters? Oh, the, the Bonhomie, the Bonhomie, the, the, the friends that I make. Had I not walked in that door in January 2008, the amount of people know that I can list as friends.
real friends, yes. I think is absolutely wonderful. And the fun that we have, the fun that we have, and, and the, the, the competitions that we go in for. I mean, we'll be celebrating our district conference from the 11th to the 13th of May in, in our own home city in Cork. And it's going to be such a pleasure to see all those people that we've seen on other uh, conferences, to be able to welcome them to our own shores or to our own doors, even for that matter. It's so just going to be it's wonderful. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah, so I think that the friends that you make and the friends that you make in Toastmasters, I regard as really being true friends because they are helping you, they are the people who support you when you stand up at the start and your knees are knocking and your mouth goes dry and the words won't come out and they still clap you. <laughs> That's it. It's wonderful. Uh, yes, the support, I, the support. I think that, that, is, that is probably the it's one incredible, yeah. best thing about Toastmasters. It is, yeah, yeah. Even when you go in for your icebreaker and you're gripping the lectern with yes. both hands mm. and your mouth is dry and you're sweating elsewhere and, we all go and, it. And, and, and you know you're making absolute hash of it and in the end you get a round of applause yes, yeah. and people say well done, well done, well and done. And you know what's incredible also I think when you see a person coming in the door for the first time and then to see that person after doing his CC10. Yes. What, oh, yes. A, what a transformation. Yes. yes. The gratification is, is over, overwhelming. Indeed. And, uh, yes, you get, you get back in, oh, in, you, in you spades. Do. And you do, actually. The more, yeah. Actually, the more you put your hand up, the more you get back. It's true. It's part of the magic that happens in Toastmasters yeah. as well. Yeah. The self-development that you do. Indeed. And that you get. Dance into the weekend and more. Headspace is hosted by Peter Kinnan on Saturday nights between 7 and 8 on Irish Radio International. I love listening to Irish Radio International. Welcome back, Toastmasters, would-be Toastmasters listeners and friends, to the third section of our show. We're halfway through tonight. And I'll just remind you that our email address is info at irishtalkers.com. Our website is www.irishtalkers.com, where you can find some very useful information, as well as links to all our podcasts for the current season, and in fact, for all our podcasts ever. Now, I'm going to hand you over to Ted Melanthi because Ted wants to talk a little bit about the main article in the March magazine. Ted. Thank you, Mara. And this is something that I, I read and I read them all because I think the Toastmasters magazine is a superb resource that we have. And this is a, a wonderful story. This lady, Sarah Khan, she's a CC. She spent the last few weeks of 2017 on a whirlwind speaking tour in the Middle East. She's a Toastmaster and professional speaker from Southern California. And she gave keynotes and workshops in Bahrain and Dubai to Toastmasters and non-Toastmasters alike on the topics of communication skills. And what makes this interesting for me and for all of you, I'm sure, as members of Toastmasters, was she recounting her own journey overcoming social anxiety. One of her presentations was a two-hour talk titled The Making of a Peacemonger, which I think is a lovely title. As part of her preparations, she learned about the interests of the local community and any particularly sensitive subjects to avoid. She was advised to avoid a topic of mental illness. Told that even though a discussion of it is much needed, 
it's a taboo subject isn't it amazing <laughs> it's a taboo <laughs> subject in every <laughs> corner of the world yeah it's taboo but you can't talk yeah, and you can't talk about it but we have to talk about yeah. it but what I loved about what Sarah Ken did what she did was and she says it herself she did the opposite as always I do I choose that or I chose that very subject the one that they called taboo to create all her talks around so her title her speech monger speech focused on just that taboo topic but in her own signature way of sharing stories of mutual pain and suffering to try to create an atmosphere of empathy so in sharing her own personal experiences with overcoming severe social anxiety and agoraphobia and stressing that mental illness is stigmatized in almost every society don't we know can was able to connect with her all female audience and offer meaningful connections to audience members who approached her afterwards to learn more about the therapeutic coping skills and how she herself had personally gained victory over deeply rooted fears so her story was that after the terrorist attacks on new york on new york's twin towers september 11 2001 she became the victim of racial slurs and personal attacks a devout muslim immigrant to the united states from bombay and italy in india she says on 9 11 her faith became weaponized by the terrorists who had hijacked her religion and by a media that fed on the storm of fear and revenge as a recognizable muslim due to her appearance she felt labeled and ostracized by her american community after experiencing threats against her and her two sons she began to withdraw both physically and psychologically from the world as you probably would she developed social anxiety disorder and eventually confined herself to the four walls of her house she goes on to say that once you are labeled the other aspects of your identity are no longer welcome to others so you become closed in as an isolated mother of an infant and a toddler she said she had to do something medications alone don't really help and she encountered hurtful comments even from those assigned to treat her finally in the summer of 2011 she was admitted to a one-month intensive anxiety treatment program at Linden Oaks behavioral health in Chicago at the end of one session her therapist offered to hug her and Sarah says that that simple act helped her realize the power of empathy isn't it amazing yeah. a simple act but yes. such a huge act yes what if I could find the aspects that make us who we are our need for love connection and support in other people who are not like me are not like us when she returned home to Los Angeles she joined Toastmasters on the recommendation of her therapist friend who said it was a safe place to practice exposure exercises so she worried about being labeled and judged in a negative light but to her delight her club
care for nothing but unconditional love and support. I think I was saying that during that, my interview. <laughs> it's amazing. It, 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 it's powerful, it's of course. A, well, it's, it, it is what Toastmasters is all it's about. Of course so it is. Course. And it's, no matter where you go in the world, this is what it is. Yes. And, you know, there's, there's a, a very good lesson to be learned about what this story is all about. So she soon was comfortable speaking to a room full of people. A far cry from her early days in therapy when she would get so anxious that she couldn't even remember her own name to be able to introduce herself. Less than six years, it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, you know? And I'm yeah. sure there are lots of people listening to this that will identify with Absolutely. it. Absolutely. No, uh, to, to not even remember your own name, that's serious. Yeah, that is serious, serious, that is serious yeah. stuff. That's that yeah. because of the anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. Less, than six years, less than six years later, she has left her fears behind and embraced her calling. She is now a member of Madeira Toastmasters in Simi Valley in California. She mentors others who have stage fright. She tells, tells them she was once more terrified than they could imagine. Because in Toastmasters meetings, we share our stories, unique, authentic, deeply vulnerable stories, and discover that our hopes, dreams, and fears are not so different from anybody else's. She now projects a confident and stylish presence in her role as a professional diversity and interfaith speaker. Amazing, where she, where she was and where she mm. came to. Yeah. She also wants to help others, such as the women in the audiences of her recent Middle East speaking tour, who wanted to know more about how to overcome anxiety. Empathy is courageous, she tells her listeners, with a wide smile and lots of conviction taking a step to stand in someone else's shoes or seeing through someone else's eyes enables us to feel with the heart of another. This got just some beautiful languages here. Language here. This in turn helps broaden perspectives so there is tolerance and respect towards the differences of others. She mentions her first Toastmasters mentors who was Jewish and became a close friend. We had a great mentor and mentee relationship and we started sharing stories about our struggles and about our very real and present differences. She wept for Palestine. The mentor wept for Israel. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Amazing, isn't it? Yeah. And it, it, there's a fantastic lesson here about how we can love and... And be, yes, cross-cultural. Cross cross-cultural, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Eventually yeah. they realised, the both of them realised that all this time we had been feeling the same hopes, fears and dreams. Mm. It is that shared humanity, the mutual respect and understanding that she sees as the solution for peace and cross-cultural communications. She wants to get people to appreciate that inside we are all the same and so say all of us. Absolutely. We take a chance to get to know those we perceive as different from us. Then the fear will leave the heart and make space for a personal relationship. I like the, the, the quote here that uh, curiosity towards other people is the first step towards yes. developing empathy. I think that's beautiful. It's lovely, curiosity. That Just, is beautiful. Yes, and there yeah. is another piece to that, but I'm not going to go through it all, but I hope I've given 
well, an opportunity for people to read it. It's definitely worthwhile reading the whole article. It's a lovely piece, yeah. Because and there's, piece. there's a lot more to it. And yesterday actually was a celebration of all over the world. Yes, well, I think it was all over the world. But yesterday we were, we were sharing the differences in people yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I heard people speaking about uh, dis disability in people, disability in kids, mm -hmm. Down syndrome's kids. Mm -hmm. And in our community, what we did, we all changed our socks. We had odd socks on, yeah. just to show the differences that we had. Yeah. And I thought yeah. that was a wonderful idea because yeah. kids walk into school with two different sure. colour socks and yeah. kids who might have been disabled, this was for them. Yeah. And welcome back Toastmasters to this, the final section of the talk show for talkers for this week. And now I'm going to hand you over to Mari because Mari is going to give us some more stuff on pathways. She's I going was, to bring us down the pathways. I was wondering when the word of the week would actually get used. Mm, we'll have because to be. we haven't been we haven't been very good on that. Mm. Well we're never very good at using it, I'm afraid. We aren't we, we we always say practice as we preach, not as we do. Yes, true. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff. There's a lot of good stuff in pathways. And I'm I'm hesitating there because it's so much of what we're talking about now is going to be repetition. Mm -hmm. And you'll understand why as I go through presentation mastery, which is the level we're going to look at now. So second of the, the two levels which are mainly due uh, about communication okay. and speech, speechifying, let's say. The first level is the same on every path. And you're going to hear me say this until you're blue in the face or I'm blue in the face. Mastering the fundamental, fundamentals. You give an icebreaker. Now, if you've already given an icebreaker in the past, you don't have to repeat the same icebreakers you gave before. And in fact, if you are a other, anything other than a new Toastmaster, then I would hope to hear a very much improved of course. icebreaker and a different icebreaker covering different aspects, let's mm. say, of your life than you did when you first started your competent mm. communicator manual. The second item is evaluation and feedback. And this is very relevant to what we were talking about earlier, Ted, with yourself. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be looking at evaluation very, very early on in our Toastmasters Excellent. life. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be repeating it because we're going to do it in our second path as well as we do in our first. And the third item is researching and presentation throw back again to our CC manual. Mm -hmm. We learn how to research in our CC7 and we learn all about presentation in the is it four, five and six, which are mainly on the CC manual, which are mainly devoted to presentation skills. <coughs> so then when you've completed your Level one, you go on to level two, and level two is learning your style. Again, this is the same on each path. Understanding your communication style, well, I say it's the same, it's similar. Uh, each one will be understanding your style. In this case, it's communication. In other pathways, it can be leadership or um, other things. Uh, and in this case, in an introduction to Toastmasters mentoring. Again, this is being brought in at a very early stage. If you think that levels one and two are more or less equivalent to achieving your CC manual, see your CC in the current pathway, okay, in the yeah. old pathway, then 
learning to mentor, I know it's part of the CC, it's part of the CL, should I say, the competent leadership mm -hmm. that you have to be a mentor uh, in order to achieve your CL. So it's, it's right and proper that it should be brought in at an early stage because it's part of the way that we learn how to give back to Toastmasters as we go through and we learn more about ourselves so we can learn how to give back to people and is, who are less this is all this is all on that pathway then yeah this is all so in, it sounds yeah, as if it is more direct than the old system in I so think far so. the old system you were mentoring from your own point of view without getting too much education yeah. on it yeah yeah okay so that's that's learning your style mm. in relation to presentation mastery now we get on to the what would be more equivalent to the advanced manuals increasing our knowledge and in presentation mastery, this is all about persuasive speaking. So the ob obligatory bit is persuasive speaking. So that harks back to your CC10. Okay. And you have to choose two electives out of the following list. Now, a lot of these electives will appear on different paths. Not every path has every elective, but okay. every elective appears in one form or another throughout the paths. And since they're electives, these are things that we can choose whether... Yes. You, and have we, to, we, you have to choose two. You have to choose two, Yeah, right. at okay. this level. At least two, is it, or just two? Uh, just two. Just two, okay. But I, I guess you could do more than one. I mm. don't know. We'll or find more out. than two, even? Uh, more than two. We'll find out. Mm. Okay. So, running through the electives, deliver social speeches. Obviously, that's very much to do with communication. Using presentation software. Keynote, if you're a Mac person like I am, mm -hmm. or PowerPoint. PowerPoint, if you're a Windows person. You can also use PowerPoint in So, Mac. and will, will this pathway then show you and give you tips and, and tricks and techniques? Well, until we actually... Get into it, okay. Yes, get okay. into it. It's difficult to, to say what the detail is. Right. But every one of these is going to have online learning, which is going to help you. So instead of only learning from our peers through our Toastmasters meetings or from our mentors, we're going to be learning from Toastmasters International, from the educational um, resources that they're giving us. So continuing, connect with storytelling, another very, very appropriate one for uh, communication mm -hmm. skills. Presentation using descriptive language, which goes back to our CC5, I think. That's right. Mm. Connect with your audience. That's not something that we rarely cover in the CC manual specifically, so it's a good one to, to pick up on. Making connections through networking, that's certainly very new and, mm -hmm. and uh, is very applicable to the modern world. Focusing on the positive, another thing very apt and appropriate for, for communication. Mm -hmm. Inspire your audience, that's back to CC10. Prepare for an interview, now that's one that is very appropriate for mm -hmm. anybody who's still in the workplace. Understanding vocal variety, back to the CC, CC6. And active listening, that is more, if you like it, it comes up more on the old path from the CL manual, mm -hmm. that is Grammarian, etc. Yeah. So those are the electives in level three for presentation mastery. So we then go on to the level four, which 
in all cases is building skills. And we have a, a, an obligatory module which is managing a difficult audience. <coughs> and that's quite an interesting one. I've seen a little bit about that. It should be your hecklers. And yeah, exactly yes, that. Yeah, yes, yeah. So you, plant, you plant hecklers in your audience okay. and you have to deal with them. And you're, you are obviously evaluated on how well you're going to deal with the situation. Yeah. Yeah. And your elective projects, there's only seven of them here, uh, you, and you only have to choose one. So creating a podcast, that's what we're doing okay, now. Yes. Building a social media presence, uh, that's, uh, that can be quite a, a detailed one. Uh, write a compelling blog, again, that can be quite detailed. Interesting stuff, actually. I think actually, yeah. uh, you have to write a blog, I think it's uh, for a whole month, and I think you have to do at least eight. All right, and you have to publish these blogs then, yeah? I presume so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. should they be no yeah. good, there wouldn't be blogs otherwise. <laughs> Indeed. Managing online meetings, another interesting one. Mm. Um, especially in this uh, day and age where we have hybrid clubs um, starting up and online clubs. Mm -hmm. Question and answer session, that's something we don't do nearly course, enough yeah. of, even though a lot of the advanced manuals do have things which have a question and answer session tagged yeah, on. Particularly the educational. Yeah, we don't do it. We don't mm -hmm. do it properly. Public relations strategies, that's obviously very appropriate and apt for somebody who's a, a PR, a VPPR and managing projects successfully. We then go on to demonstration, demonstrating expertise. Now remember, each of these paths, the, every path that we do have a similar title to each of the levels, but it's the detail, the devil is in the detail. Mm -hmm. The detail of each path, <laughs> obviously, is slightly different. So in demonstrating expertise, we're right, we're up at the top level now. It's preparing to speak professionally. Okay. Um, that's not something that too many people are probably going to do, but to get through this presentation mastery, you've got to do that one. Mm. Reflection on your past. Now, that, I that is a common one throughout, that we should be reflecting back on what we've learned. And then there's uh, one elective project to do out of five. Lessons learned, moderate a panel discussion. That's an interesting one. We talked a little bit about that's that right. last week. Mm. Ethical leadership. Interesting. Ethical well. leadership, yeah. Mm -hmm. High performance leadership, which is very similar, well, all to the, the same high performance to the project, yeah. project mm -hmm. in the current path, and leading in your volunteer organization, which may be Toastmasters, maybe community, something else, something it in the community. Be, yes, yeah. It can be mm -hmm. outside of Toastmasters. Mm -hmm. So that's a brief look at presentation mastery. I hope that's been of some use. Do very listen useful, again actually, to, yeah. to last week when we talked about the uh, visionary communication, because these two do go hand in hand, and they're the two paths that I will be choosing, and the two paths that the base camp questionnaire said I, sh I should be doing. Which, mm -hmm. so, yeah, good and for, would you good think that these camp. are two of the popular ones, obviously? The, I think so. For, the majority most, of for most of our community clubs, yeah. I okay, think, right. I think that would Excellent. Be. So there we are. This is the end of this week's show. At the end of the show, right? It is. Yeah. I know it comes all too quickly. It does. Thank you for the and interview, Myra. And you really cut me. You and really cut me there. I hope you enjoyed the show, folks. And we'll see you again next week. Yeah. So bye. Bye, now. bye. Bye. Bye.